Here it comes, the latest people, trends, and news on sustainable living in and around our corner of the country. Down to Earth with Mrs. Green, Spotlight on the Southwest. And now, Mrs. Green. Welcome, everybody. You are indeed listening to Down to Earth with Mrs. Green, and we are going to put a very green spotlight on the Southwest this evening for the next half hour. The name of our show tonight is Save Energy, Save Green. Joining me in studio for this next half hour is Mike Baruch, Tucson Electric Power's Residential Energy Efficiency Program Manager. I, Mike, I think that's all the letters of the alphabet, pretty much, except maybe X. Pretty close. That's really long. You, you need an abbreviation just for your title. And Mike is here to really give us, as homeowners, um, some really great information about energy use, about conserving our use of energy, and some hands-on specific tips that he will give us energy rebates, uh, the really big picture of what is energy efficiency and then how to save green, which Mrs. Green is always happy for that, not just because of the money you can save, but because of the the impact you can save on Mother Earth. So, Mike, it's great to have you here, my friend. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for inviting us back. And uh, I know that Mrs. Green always likes to think of the big picture first. I so, do. So I let's do. take a moment and, and just talk about that. And one of the first things that I've learned when we talk about energy efficiency is always to make sure people understand like, what we're what talking is it? about. What is energy efficiency? Exactly. <laughs> we still run into a lot of people out there that have uh, memories that go back to the 70s of the days of... Uh, you know, put a sweater on when it gets cold. Right. And so they think <laughs> Take a of sweater that. off when it gets hot. Exactly. And they think that energy efficiency means sacrifice. And today, thanks to technology and equipment and, and other devices that we use in our home, energy efficiency doesn't mean sacrifice. Energy efficiency simply means that we are able to do the same amount of work, achieve the same results we were looking for using less energy. And these days, we find that often we actually are able to make our homes more comfortable in the process. And a great analogy is people know what fuel efficiency is. It means you get more miles for your gas and you save money on that. So it's a really great way to start out. And what it's anything from, um, we're going to talk about light bulbs. And let's get down to some of the minutiae yeah. because, but before we do that, why does it matter to TEP? Why does it matter great TEP question. and the community? That's, that is a great question. And we will in a little bit get into what it means for the individual consumer and what some of the benefits are out there. But, but we do take that step back and think about what is energy efficiency for the community and as a resource. And so, as you know, Tucson Electric Power is the power company that serves the greater Tucson metropolitan area. Um, and there are many other power companies just like us out there that are now looking at energy efficiency as a resource um, holistically. And so we're thinking about the aggregated impact of all the savings out there. So when you do something as simple as replacing a 100-watt light bulb with a new LED, you're, you're taking a device that used 100 watts of electricity um, when it, each hour it was running, and now it's, it's an 18-watt bulb. An 18-watt LED bulb. Unreal. So that's an 82% savings in energy right there. 
And that bulb is going to actually last you a lot longer than that incandescent bulb, up to 25 times longer. Do you know what someone asked me the other day, Mike? I loved it. <laughs> they said, it was someone on the show and they weren't from DEP. He said, do they even sell incandescent bulbs anymore? And I did not know the answer because I wouldn't buy one. Well, there there are... <laughs> are they going to become it, on Antiques Roadshow someday? <laughs> there, will, there will definitely be some on Antiques Roadshow, um, but we are still seeing them in stores because manufacturers are allowed to continue to sell existing manufactured stock, as well as there's a new generation of uh, LEDs that just meet the current federal lighting standards. Um, so we, we will see those continue to be out there, but the LEDs offer a superior energy savings opportunity. And as a consumer, I need to say this. I was one of those people, early adopters, started even with CFLs. I didn't like them. I couldn't see with them. And then, of course, I have this partnership with TEP, and they're like, Gina, when was the last time you tried one? So tried them. They're on every single light in this house because Fantastic. you can see, and they, they improve them. So people, if you had that roadblock, well, I tried them once, it didn't work. Welcome to 2016. <laughs> Try them again. There's great, you guys still um, help offset the cost. That, that we do. Now, I want to go back to the analogy really quickly. Um, we talked about that 82% energy savings. That was That's for one unreal. light bulb. Now, imagine if everybody in Tucson replaced just one light bulb in their house with an LED. Then we'd be talking Just about... Just one. We, we have about 400,000 homes in our service territory here in Tucson. And so if you multiply that 82-watt savings over the 400,000 homes, we'd be talking about 32,800,000 watts, which is about 33 megawatts of power. So all of a sudden, we are actually one talking... Right. Everybody changing one light bulb. We're actually talking about a significant... Uh, achievement in in that economy of scale from having everybody do one simple measure. And so when we start to talk about air conditioners and refrigerators and all the other appliances in our home, the amount of energy savings in aggregate can be really significant. Collectively, it really all adds up. It's what I wrote about in my book, Small Steps, Big Impact. So if you change all of them out, and then the other impact is those incandescent bulbs get hot and they make the room hot and they make where you're sitting hot. Well, an LED or a CFL does not. So your room is cooler. So then I'm sure, I don't know all the physics of this or the science of this, but then your house is cooler. So you're needing less electricity. That's correct. In fact, if if we want to stick with the bulbs here, we've got about the average house in our service territory is about 50 bulbs. Now, that's something I thought was a little bit shocking when I first uh, saw that statistic come through. And then I went around my house and I started looking. And you look at the bath bars that builders typically put in. Bathrooms, kitchens, dining rooms, living rooms. Exactly. Porch lights, all kinds of lights everywhere. And you start adding them up and voila, there you are. You're you're somewhere around 50 bulbs um, if you have about an 1,800 square foot house. So, Definitely, there is there's an economy of scale there, and, and that applies also to the heating load that you'd have in the summertime. And so in the summer, your home, it gets dark at night, you turn on those lights, and all of a sudden, each one is, is, is kicking some significant heat into your house. And remember to turn them off when you leave the room. So that's another thing. So how about a report Absolutely. card? You've been doing this for a while. Yes. And 
What kind of numbers do you have? I don't want to put the you on the numbers, spot, but do you no, have the, the numbers? The numbers are fantastic. And uh, just to set the stage a bit more, so we talked about this aggregate savings you get out there. Well, our company has actually recognized that the opportunity is so great that we refer to energy efficiency as a resource. And the state of Arizona has also recognized that. And so working with the with the utilities, uh, the air, the state through the Corporation Commission enacted an energy efficiency standard. And so we actually have a target and we have goals that we're working towards. And uh, those goals um, have, so far we are on target with those goals. And I am proud to tell you that to date, the uh, total cumulative annual energy savings that we've achieved through our energy efficiency programs at TEP and through the Tucson community uh, add up to 812,000 megawatt hours, which is about 9.5% of our retail sales. That's unreal. The total amount of kilowatt hours that are consumed in our service territory. Almost 10%, yeah. Through energy efficiencies. Just through energy efficiency. um, Dave Hutchins says when he says we don't have to, um, we might not have to ever increase the grid supply because of these energy efficient programs. That, that's that's a really big number yes, to go down ten percent. It is phenomenal, and this is a cumulative effort of people making everything from the small little changes of remembering to turn off ceiling fans and lights when you're not in the room, all the way to replacing uh, air conditioners with new Energy Star high efficiency air conditioners. Uh, you know, little things again, like caulking all of our windows so our houses are less leaky, all the way to the big things like putting in uh, variable speed pool pumps, the new high efficiency pool pumps that are out there, new Energy Star refrigerators and appliances, all of those things adding up. So I have a question. Let's get down into some of the real nitty gritty minutiae of air conditioners, because I'm sure that that's the biggest part of our electric bill. Because in the summer, it's hot and it runs. We clo- we're, we're thanking the Lord for every day that we don't have to close the windows up yet because we go in. We close the windows. We pull the drapes down because hot season is upon us. So in the big picture, would it ideally work to have an energy efficiency audit like, if you could wave a magic wand, do you need to do that? Or can you start simple with just looking at your air conditioner or just looking at your ducts? Lead us along this path, Mike Burge. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you, you absolutely can start anywhere. But at TEP, we really do like to teach our customers to take a, a systematic whole house approach to yes, energy efficiency. That's what makes sense to me. We had one. Exactly. Well, that's fantastic. Um, so now that I know that you've had one, um, as we talk through here, maybe you can you can chime in with some of the experiences you had. Now, with the whole house efficiency approach, the first thing we think about is is your actual home structure. What kind of a home do you have? Uh, typically, out here we have three or four building types. We have uh, old, very old, historic uh, right. adobe and double brick um, homes that you're going to find downtown and around the university. Then, as we got to the 70s, we had a slump block house, and started to we started to see the emergence uh, with National Home Builders of frame stick frame homes. So these are two by four, and later two by six constructed homes, which um, up. Up through that point, up and through the early 90s, were typically single pane. Right. And then we saw the right. dual pane windows come in. 
Um, and then the low E windows finally came into the market uh, along with better insulation systems um, in the 2000s. Tell us what a low E window is. And so, so those are, are low emissivity and they what they do is those windows have a special coating on them and they help prevent um, the infrared radiation from getting into the home. Okay. And so... If you stand in front of a, a older um, single pane window, we've probably all had that experience where you can feel that heat just coming right through. Imagine your car windows that weren't tinted. Right. Nowadays, everybody gets their windows tinted. But even but, so, when you touch them, they're hot. <laughs> yes. So so you have a number of things going on there. You actually have the infrared radiation from the sun coming into your house and warming that house. And that's what we're trying to reflect out. Um, in addition to that, you'll actually have the glass temperature heating up and there's and so there is an additional conduction of, of heat into your house as well. And so the double and triple pane windows create barriers uh, of gas usually in between the okay. panes to further uh, mitigate. So it's really that great as new well. technology that helps. Some some great new technologies. The one thing we all have in common, especially those of us with older homes, is um, as many of them were designed for swamp cooling. They're pretty leaky homes. Yes. And so. Anytime you have home leakage, <laughs> leaky homes. I like that. That's the down low. It's right. The truth. And and well, you know, and one of the analogies I like to give um, to help people understand that their homes are leaky is is the the clothes dryer. So many people in Tucson now have their clothes dryers inside their home. Your typical clothes dryer exhausts about two hundred cubic feet per minute of air. And so for a drying cycle that could be 40 minutes or longer, that's going to be 8,000 CFM. So that's, uh, or 8,000 cubic feet of air. So this is literally a fan that is pulling air from inside your house. There's a little vent on the back of the dryer or a little grill. It's, it's sucking air from your house and then it's pushing it out through the tube that goes through your wall and to the outside. So... That 8,000 cubic feet, when you start to wow. relate that to a home, it's yeah. amazing. So a 2,000 square foot house, which is a pretty good sized house with an eight foot ceiling, is about 16,000 cubic feet. So that's half the air in a 16, in, 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 in a 2,000 square foot house. So when we think about that, we've we got to say to ourselves, well, where does that come from? If you push half the air out of the house, we all know that the house doesn't implode and, and crumple up. <laughs> That's true, so, because I'm telling you what, I didn't know that. Where is that air coming from? Well, that air is coming from all the leaks in our house. It's coming from little cracks around doors. It's coming from ductwork that's leaky. The um, weather stripping, it just matters. If you see a big crack with light coming in under your door, it means your air conditioning is heating your front yard. Absolutely. And so once we understand our homes are leaky, then the next thing we want to do is think about where are those leaks coming from. And, and the most damaging place to have those leaks is in our duct system, because that is where we are mechanically pushing and pulling air that we are paying to heat or cool throughout our house. And so when we look at the whole shell of the house, the first place to approach is the duct system. And we have contractors out there that work through the TEP Efficient Home Program to test duct leakage. And many utilities in other areas of the country have those same types of program. And so they are duct testing and repair programs out there. Um, 
the other thing that a homeowner can do is they can look around their house, look around their windows. If they see that the caulking around their windows has been separating, you can easily do that at home, um, recaulk those yourself. Also, the weather stripping under the doors. Very simple. Turn on your lights, go outside at night, and if you can see light around your door, um, or if you have lots of insects crawling in your house, right? Uh, you as know, my children you've, discovered Houston, once. we've got a problem. Yes, yes. exactly. And but when so, it, I want to get a little bit into the the meat of, so all air conditioners are not created equal. Okay, I had to look up again what SEER stood for, and I think that that matters. And it's seasonal energy yeah. efficiency ratio, which I thought was interesting. But the ratings matter. And the higher, is it the higher the rating, the more powerful the unit? It is, is, that, it, is the that more efficiently, efficiently it operates. Okay. And so we always recommend that our customers look for units that have the Energy Star rating attached okay. to them. Which really matters, people. It does. Consumer and buyer beware. There are some manufacturers that make high SEER units that are not, and those don't have the same testing and certification behind them. So... We want to use those Energy Star uh, rated units, and we also want to be very careful to make sure when it's time to replace our unit or tune it up that we have a contractor that is doing what we call a quality installation. And it's very tempting to treat an air conditioner like we treat so many other appliances. When you need a new one, you simply get one that's the same as the last one you had and you've been you buying plug it in. Since forever, right. decades in our case, because now I'm old. <laughs> we, we call it the plug and play approach. Yes. Um, at, the, at the city, at the permit counter, they refer to it as sort of the like for like. <laughs> Um, somebody comes in and says, we're just sticking in another one like the old one. Yeah, like for like, okay. Well, the first thing we want to do is make sure that the unit is properly sized for the house. Um, there weren't, there was not a process for uh, reviewing that sizing in the old days. Uh, there were, obviously there had been standards in place, but in that the wasn't old days, part of the... It was just like 10 years ago. Right, right. <laughs> it wasn't, it was not part of the process. It wasn't like in process. 1940. And, yeah. uh, and as we know, uh, oftentimes, if it's not required, people aren't going to do it. And so now there is a, a permitting requirement in uh, Tucson and Pima County uh, that a manual J calculation, which is the uh, proper calculation for sizing the unit, is completed. Um, and that's something, you know, customer, if they wanted to see that, some customers that we have are engineers and, and other walks of life. And they want the and down they want low. to look at it. <laughs> yes. um, they could look at that. Right. And it will have the characteristics of their home uh, and describe the details of their home. And, and that helps with the proper sizing. So that's where we start. But it's much more than that. Um, you have to look at where the, where the unit is actually being installed. Units these days come um, pre-charged with a certain amount of refrigerant, and you could hook it up with just that amount. And probably, especially when it's not terribly hot outside, it would produce cold air and it would feel pretty good. And you might think that that was a success. Right. Um, but every house has a unique distance between where the air conditioner is located, uh, uh, the exterior unit and the interior unit when we have what we call split system. So there's an outside air conditioner and then you have your inside uh, blower unit. And that needs to be measured and accounted for 
so that the right the, the oftentimes an additional amount of refrigerant needs to be added. Got it. Um, Got to it. that, and there, so it's really a science, and it, you have to. Is. As a homeowner, I'm sitting here saying, you really have to do your homework, or you can take it in the shorts, as they say. <laughs> Seriously, Absolutely. have the wrong thing, and you have vetted people. You have vetted companies. We have to we make have sure a list. they're going to do the standards. You don't recommend them. Here's the approved list. Go on and use one of these. There is basically a certification, as I see it, right? Where they're you, they've met your standards. You know they have the qualified staff, and it's some company you can trust. Yes, we have a we have a really exciting program called the Efficient Home Program, where we have contractors um, that have committed to uh, performing what we call a quality installation. And so they, they do properly size the unit. They check the charge and the airflow on all of the units to make sure they're installed properly and so that the unit is operating at the manufacturer's specification when it's installed. What often happens is it could be installed but not actually installed in a manner that it's actually meeting the specifications. Wow. So... Another opportunity for exposure for the home buyer. Exactly. Buyer beware. And so through this program, the contractors at each installation is um, run through a computer diagnostic test that verifies that it is properly uh, commissioned per the manufacturer's recommendation and records that any certificate is mailed to the customer directly from the program, letting them know that their unit was properly installed. Wow. Wow. So it really matters. It does. And now there are degrees of rebates. There's things that you are doing to really encourage and to help mitigate the costs for the consumer. One of them that cracked me up that I read about was, I call it the early retirement program, which a lot of people are looking at. Tell us about what kind of things you can look for to TEP to help give you money back, help cover the costs and really encourage you to move in the right direction. Absolutely. Well, Arizona is a great place to retire. It's even better to retire early. <laughs> so, and, and if you're doing that, you want to save money on your air conditioning, so here's an opportunity. You do. We have an incentive for a quality installation of Energy Star units that uh, will give you up to $650. But when you retire it early, that incentive goes up to $1,000. So that and you really don't, it's not worn out. You just have take the preemptive strike exactly. and get in, and there's a thousand dollars. And so, okay. what we're talking about for our customers is when you have an older unit nearing the end of its lifespan. Um, at some point, you'll reach that decision point: Do I repair this unit and continue to keep it going, or do I replace it? Um, and and typically, customers will wait until the unit dies. Yes. And then, then comes that. Yes. No one wants the hottest to incur day of the that summer. expense. Our, yes. our contractors get Or the get 4th that of call. July. Your exactly. greatest nightmare. 4th of July party. Everybody's over. You're cooking dinner. <laughs> it's 110 it does, outside. It does happen. And your air conditioner is at its max, and that's when it gives up the ghost. So don't wait. And so, yes, we don't want you to wait. The early retirement program... Uh, provides a higher incentive because it recognizes that if you repaired that unit and kept it going for another several years, it would be using more energy. Okay, and it. if you and therefore more on your electric bill, exactly right. more on your electric ability, and then go back to that that communal um, analogy. 
that's also more in that aggregate load that we're dealing with. And so we want to incentivize people to take those units uh, offline early. And so we've raised the incentive up to $1,000 for customers that have an older unit and elect rather than to, to keep it moving to replace it with a new unit. So uh, a great offering there. We also, separate from that, have a duct ceiling rebate, but it ties into that. If you're going to put in a new, more efficient unit, you don't want to be pushing that air into your attic or, or elsewhere outside the right, house. Right. You really want to make sure that it's... Look at the whole system. Exactly. Yes, and yes. so our contractors are also trained to go out there and test your duct leak your duct leakage. And if you participate in that program, we will also send you a certificate. This is a certificate that has TEP's name on it. It comes from us and it lets you know that, you know, your it, it gives you the information on how much leakage was sealed, uh, similar to the, um, the certificate that we will send you when you have a quality installation right. done through one of our participating right, contractors. Right. And then there's, to me, things that I didn't know about. And I think I am so typical of a homeowner that doesn't know the down low on, on a lot of these things. My air conditioner either works or it doesn't. And the purpose of shows like this that we just promote the heck out of is a consumer can in 30 minutes learn all these things. You also have, so there's the duct ceiling, which is based on the actual leakage, reducing that. And then I did not know there was such a thing as an AC tune-up. You can get a rebate on that up to $70. This is really exciting for us because it's a new program. It's something we talked about for years that we wanted to do, but um, only until this last year were we able to put an actual program together and, and work out all the details and get that approved. And, and do you so, do that through those certified? Um, we do. Okay, Absolutely. and that's up to $205. I misspoke. And it's and it's so important. It is so important that we do work through our program participating contractors because these are contractors that have not only committed to adhere to a standard uh, of excellence on how the work is done, but they've also committed to uh, supporting our data collection on the energy savings. Because one of the things that's very important to the state. Um, as TEP spends money on these energy efficiency programs is documenting the savings that's really occurring. And this isn't just uh, somebody comes up with a number and we multiply it. We are actually <laughs> looking... Times 10. Right. Yeah. We are actually looking at the cumulative the individual savings. savings that happens in each instance. And it's a little bit different for each home. But we add all of that up together. And so there's a very high burden of proof to demonstrate um, the savings that are occurring, and and we know it's real because of that. And these are contractors that are also helping us with that data collection, which is a little bit of extra work on their part. Um, but there's a to me to meet the training, the process, to making sure that if this is a big expense for homeowners, air conditioning is a big expense, and air conditioner is a big expense. So knowing that there are trusted organizations out there that aren't going to sell you more than you need or less than you need, which really hurts and know how to do this. And I care, and I think a lot more people care than ever. And I asked this about one on one of the other TEP guests. The consumer cares a lot more now. So right. you're having to have a different role. People just used to use their electricity. 
now there's much more of a proactive stance on where is it coming from, how can I save money. You have so many things like your time of use programs and all that stuff. And, you know, I, you're not going to believe this, and don't faint, okay, please. I never had anybody faint on air. But we have two minutes left. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is not... It's not It's not real. I looked over and I'm like, what the heck? So what other plugs do you want? Because I so, want people to tell them, we have to say this, Mike, they can go to TEP.com. It is so easy. It's like, I don't, I want to say this in a very nice way. It's idiot proof because your website's so good. Yes. If you go there, you can find energy efficiency programs and read all about these things. Absolutely. TEP.com. TEP.com. And later this year, uh, we'll be launching a TEP app that'll make it even easier for oh those gosh. of you that like to access on the That crafts me up. At my morning group this morning, the Betsy Bolding is in, my women at the top group. The whole entire meeting was about apps. So I will let them know when this app comes out that there's going to be an app for it that. It is coming, and when it's out, we, should, really we matters. should come back on the show and talk to you about it. Um, the last thought we I'm going to say on tune-ups is you wouldn't drive your car more than 3,000 miles without getting an oil change. How far do you want to drive your air conditioner without getting that a tune-up? It's a great analogy. Using it for the car, it's really great. Everybody... If you don't believe time flies when you're having fun, it. When I looked over there for the first time, and I say it's uh, twenty. We have, it's at twenty eight after the hour. I just want to thank Mike Baruch for being on the show, for all that you know, for the information that you shared with us, and everybody. Again, go to tep.com. There is a plethora of information on that website about a how to save money. About I know one of the things we talked about on another show, Mike, is if you can get rid of that second refrigerator in your house. Absolutely. There are ways to do it. I know you might bring your program back, but it's really important. Unplug it. Use it as a library, which in our case we did. Fill it with something else, but you don't want to have it sucking the energy out. Um, and there are other many, many good programs that they can go and find there. Mike Bruce, time does fly when you're having fun. Everybody, uh, Champions for Change on my May 7th show and my next DTE, another great program. John Wordis, Chief Executive Chef for the Cotty Dodd Community Kitchen, the Community Food Bank, doing great things. Make it a great green week, everybody, and make sure to check out your energy efficiency. Thanks, Mike. <laughs>